Hallelujah. I greet you all in the most precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I want to congratulate you all for the grace to survive the challenges of the moment. I am sure that uh, all of us are coping by the grace of God. I'm sure the mothers are taking good care of us. And the fathers are getting used to the family gradually. Uh, I know that some families have never stayed together for three, four weeks. So there is something that is good even in this. And so we're happy that God is with us and he will continue to be with us. Last week, by the grace of God, we talked about the imperative of the end-time Christians. Imperatives for the end-time Christians. And that shows that as Christians of the end-time, we need to be well-prepared. We need to guide our lives and our doctrine. We need to exercise patience. We need to be self-controlled. And so this day, today we'll be talking about fulfilling the Great Commission. God in his love has been so good, so gracious to us. God in his mercy has been so kind to us. And because of that, I would like us to jointly take the steadfast love of the Lord never ceasing as the priest team leads us in the praise. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your enabling power that has sustained us. Accept our hearts of gratitude in Jesus' name. As we go through your word, we ask, Lord, you will grant us understanding. You will, by the instrument of your word, transform our lives, transform our ministry. Thank you, our Father. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. Amen. Yes, as I said, we'll be talking about fulfilling the Great Commission. Our Lord Jesus Christ, when he was departing this earth, met his disciples and gave them a commission. As it reflects in Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. Matthew 28 verses 18 to 20. The Bible says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. 
Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. In fulfilling the Great Commission, there are some things that we must understand and take note properly. Because if we don't understand some things, we will not be able to fulfill the assignment of the master. So as end-time Christians, people who have been called by God to represent him in this age, we need one to understand the mandate of the commission. What is the mandate of the commission? Where are you drawing your authority and your strength from? Who is the one that is sending you? And according to the word of God in verse 18, the Lord Jesus says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. The one that is authorizing you is Jesus Christ. You demand your mandate. You derive your mandate from Jesus, not from any man. And so if you see Jesus backing you up, if you see all the hosts of heaven backing you up, then there is no way you will not be strong enough to fulfill the Grace Commission. So our mandate, our authority, is derived from the Lord Jesus. And the Lord Jesus is the one who has sent us to go. What he asks us to do is to go. These days, many people are not willing to go. Especially the days of bandits, Boko Haram and all dangerous issues. Many people want to stay indoors. But that's not the mandate. The mandate is go. And that's what he has asked us to do. And as many Christians as are not going, they are disobeying the master. So the first thing we must note and we must understand is that the assignment that is committed into our hand is to go. Go to everywhere sinners are and Tell them about Jesus Christ. So our mandate, the authority to operate is derived from Jesus. And he says we should go. We are not expected to stay. In fact, our recent experience is already showing to us all the cathedrals we are building may not be useful very soon. Because now many people are not able to worship in those big halls. People have built halls that can occupy 10,000, 100,000. But those halls are useless now. I read in the internet about the story of the Christians in Egypt. There was a time when the Egyptian authority prevented Christians from worshipping. And they closed down all the churches. But suddenly people started worshipping in their houses. And all the people are getting closer and tighter together. And their worship becomes stronger and stronger. Even those who are not originally serious became serious because there were few worshiping in houses. The authority discovered after two years that instead of the churches getting disorganized, instead of the churches getting defunct, they discover that they have more churches. And by that story, the king himself said he thought he has closed the church 
But he has succeeded in opening churches in every home and in every street. The same thing we should be doing now. Open a church in every home. Open a church in every street. Let people see Jesus in you. So the mandate, the authority is from Jesus. The next thing you need to understand is the message of the commission. What is the message? What is the master asking you to do? The Bible says, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. The message is to go and make disciples of all nations and to baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That means you are expected to go and reveal you are expected to go and show forth Jesus to all the people in the world. You are expected to go from place to place showing them who Jesus is in their life. You are expected to go and give Jesus to people. The gospel is a very simple message. Jesus came to this world to show us the way. Jesus, when he arrived, had to sacrifice his life. Jesus died and was nailed to the cross and buried. For three days, he was in the grave. On the third day, he rose. And now, he has ascended to heaven. Anyone that does not believe that Jesus came in flesh, the Bible says such people are cursed. They are antichrist. Anyone that does not believe that Jesus died for our sins to pay our debt, such persons are not worthy of Christ. And so you are supposed to go to all the nooks and crannies of the world telling them about Jesus Christ, the sacrifice that Jesus made for the whole world. What is the method of the mandate? The method is discipling and teaching. You are to disciple them. And when we talk about discipleship, you are not talking about head knowledge. You are not talking about philosophy. You are talking about life. Life that is begetting life. Life that is giving life. So the method is that you use your life to teach others. Today, many Christians are very careless in the way they live their lives. Today, many Christians are not conscious that they are the scripture that people are reading. And so the method is that you should use your life to attract people unto God. So if you are going to disciple people, you do things and let them see it and they do it after you. The master says, go make disciples of all nations. That means go and turn people to the life of Jesus the way you too have accepted this. So the method is for every one of us to leave our convert zones and use our life to bring people to Jesus. Apostle Paul, in training and bringing up his son Timothy, asking to follow him as he followed Jesus. Can you yourself call on people to follow you as you are following Jesus. Are you truly following Jesus? In your utterances, are you speaking like Jesus? Are you living like Jesus? 
Are you relating with people like Jesus? Are you comforting people like Jesus? Are you doing things that will make people realize that of a truth? Jesus is good. There are people today that because of them, some people will run away from Jesus. Is your life telling people about Jesus? Is your life inviting people to Jesus? Is your life glorifying Jesus? Is your life showing forth that Jesus is the Lord and Master of all? It's important that we know that our life is the method. The method is discipleship. The method is teaching. You take it one by one and take people through the word of God. In Acts of the Apostles chapter 2, verse 42, the Bible says that people on daily basis were gathering and they were being fed by the word of God. The Bible says they were following the doctrine of the apostles. What is the doctrine? The doctrine is the teaching of the word of God. And so, brothers and sisters, it's important for everyone to walk like Jesus walked and to use the method of Jesus. Now, what is the promise of the mandate? The master himself says, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. The promise is that Jesus is with us. He will never leave us alone. So anywhere you are going, everywhere that you have to go, there is a backup. Jesus is behind you. Jesus is following you. Jesus is covering you with his shield. And that is why each one of us, as we prepare to fulfill the mandate, be very careful what you do with your life. Because one, you must understand the mandate of the commission. You must understand the message of the commission. You must understand the method of the commission. You must understand the promise. What are the promises that are there for us as children of God? As we think over these things, my prayer is that the Lord will open the eyes of our hearts. Our understanding will be broadened and our confidence will be strong in the Lord. As we worship together in the next two to three minutes, as children of God, we need to draw strength. We need to draw power from the Lord. So every day, as you wake up in the morning preparing yourself for the fulfillment, Worship God in the beauty of his holiness. Look at the word of God and draw strength from the word of God and draw strength from brethren and from fellowship. The first thing will lead us in the worship of three to five minutes as we worship to God together in preparation for the mandate that the master has given us. In preparation... Yes, Lord, you are the Lord of heaven and the earth. 
for counting us worthy as instruments in your hand and for placing your mandate upon our lives. We have received the great commission and it is time to fulfill it. Father, the grace of fulfillment released to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, the privilege that you have given us, we ask that we will not misuse it. Amen. Thank you, our Father. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen.